From the Financial Times in Paris, I'm Harriet Agnew and this is FT News. The top five French presidential candidates clashed over the economy, Europe and the role of Islam in society in the first televised debate on Monday evening. The three-hour marathon was the inaugural presidential debate for independent centrist Emmanuel Macron, who fought off personal attacks from more experienced politicians on both sides. Meanwhile, another week, another Wednesday, and this means more unwelcome revelations in Le Canard and Chenet for centre-right candidate François Fillon. This time, the allegations concern his relationship with Russian President Vladimir Putin. With me to discuss all of this and the current state of the campaign is Paris correspondent Michael Stoddart. So, Michael, what were the main takeaways from Monday night's debate? Well, the debate was really about Emmanuel Macron, who's the front-runner in the election. Uh, he's a 39-year-old former economy minister. He's running as an independent. And he was really the focus of quite personal attacks against him on Monday night. We had Marine Le Pen, the far-right leader, slammed him from being a former banker and his liberal views on the Burkini, which is an Islamic beachwear banned in French towns last summer. Benoit Armand, the socialist nominee, demanded that he disclose the names of his biggest campaign donors to erase suspicion of conflict of interest, basically criticising him for being a banker. The centre-right Republican candidate, Francois Fillon, lashed out at the former economy minister for his failure to deregulate the 35-hour working week. Macron quite funnily responded to these claims. You know, he told everyone at one point, um, you would get bored without me. I'm very happy, really, for all of you tonight, you know, joking about the fact that he was very much the centre of all of these attacks. While the quote-unquote professional commentators said that Macron lacked gravitas during the debate. He frequently got annoyed and lashed out to defend himself. The French people, in the end, seemed to approve. And the polls suggested that 30% of the French people said he performed the best, compared to 20% for others, uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon and Marine Le Pen. So in short, the takeaway from the debate was that Macron was able to fend off these attacks and is still very much the favourite to win the presidency in about a month's time. And what about Mr Fillon? Was the debate an opportunity for him to redeem himself following the embezzlement allegations against him? Well, the funny thing, he was oddly spared from having to defend himself against these allegations that he paid more than €800,000 to his family for fake jobs as parliamentary aides. And everyone was basically too polite to mention this. Some candidates said that they would ban MPs from hiring family members, which was a sort of tacit dig at him. But there was no full-on attack. And as a result, Fionn looked quite impressive during the debate. He let the other candidates battle it out for much of the first half about social questions. But he was then pretty aggressive on the economy and on the euro. And he seemed to have a certain amount of gravitas. He looked like a statesman up there. Last year, it was a debate during the Conservative primary election that really propelled Fillon, who was an underdog, to become the candidate. Monday wasn't exactly a tour de force like that, but the debate showed that Fillon still remains a force to be reckoned with. But since the debate, there's been more allegations about François Fillon and his relationship with Putin. 
Yeah, I mean, it really does just get worse and worse for Fion. Every Wednesday, there's another revelation about his finances or his private life. This week, he's essentially facing claims that he sought to profit financially from his relationship with the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. The satirical newspaper, Le Canard and Chene, alleged that he signed a $50,000 contract with a Lebanese oil entrepreneur in 2015 to arrange an encounter with him and the Russian leader in St. Petersburg. Again, much like his friend writing him a cheque for 13,000 euros worth of suits and allegations that he was paying his family for work he didn't do, it just frankly doesn't look great. What's happening on the left? Has the ruling Socialist Party managed to unite itself? The candidate for the ruling Socialist Party, Benoit Hamon, is in a real quandary. The latest polls show him getting just 13% of the votes, coming fourth in the polls and getting knocked out in the first round. His problem is that he's stuck between far-left leader Jean-Luc Mélenchon on the left and the centrist Emmanuel Macron on the right. So this has left him a man who advocates a 32-hour working week, legalised cannabis, attacks on robots, someone who's very left-wing, but it's left him with a horribly narrow band of support. And the debate on Monday just really highlighted how stuck he was with Jean-Luc Mélenchon putting in really a far better and more genuine and confident performance. It was Mélenchon who looked like the leader of the left in France, not Amon which is unlikely to do his stuttering campaign any favours. And in the end, the polls backed that up. 20% of people said that Mélenchon was the winner, compared to only 11% for Hamel, which is really fairly damning. And how did the other frontrunner in the campaign, Front National leader Marine Le Pen, come across in the debate? She hammered on the same old themes. She hammered on immigration, security leaving the EU. She said, the EU is locking us up, is preventing us from any movement. She had some quite nice lines and the French people said she did well. 20% said that she was the best, putting her joint third in terms of who won the debate. She also had one very good line, I thought, about not doing anything on the euro without the agreement of the French people. She stressed that her signature policy of leaving the euro, which very few French people support, only about one in three French people support that. She said, we won't do this unless we have a referendum. She stressed the referendum as a way of quelling fears from potential centrist voters about voting for her. So that I thought was pretty good. But in short, the people that are going to vote for Marine Le Pen probably know they're going to vote for Marine Le Pen. And the debate is unlikely to have made a huge difference for her, I suspect. Well, there's not much longer now for voters to make their mind up. It's just over four weeks until the first round of voting. Thank you very much for listening, and thanks, Michael. If you'd like to read more on this story, please visit www.ft.com forward slash French election. 